just believe in me. Yeah, that of course is the unmistakable voice of uh, John Lennon and it's from the album uh, The Plastic Ono Band. It's uh, John Fardy's choice for the cultural toolbox. John Fardy, I don't believe in Beatles but I believe in Yoko. What's wrong with the man? Oh, stop. Can you imagine, right? Like, think about this. 1970, he and his cohort Paul McCartney are probably the most watched musicians, if not people in the world. What's he going to do next? Right? What are they both going to do next? And imagine hearing that for the first time. Someone going, you know, he was in the biggest band in the world. He goes, I don't believe in Bob Dylan. I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe in the Beatles. And it stopped. I was listening to that on the train on the way in here one of the days during the week. And the hairs in the back of my neck stood up. I just thought it was incredible then. It's incredible now. We are talking about John Lennon's first and best solo album. I mean, there have been two pretty or three kind of experimental weird things that barely qualify as albums. But this was his first proper album. He was in a state of utter desolation and discombobulation he'd been in the biggest band in the world before or since he was he was beetled out but he was also you know stuff had been bubbling up since his childhood that caught up with him by his own admission he'd run out of road and he imploded and it's this is his album of trying to find his way back it's a therapeutic album wasn't it it is but right literally and figuratively yeah absolutely because he was involved in this primal scream therapy stuff where you you go back to the past and you almost scream from your childhood and he actually screams on some of the songs in that way but what I'll say about this is because if you've never heard this album you think John Lennon screaming about his dead mother and not and Yoko involved into the mix as well yeah but Yoko's kind of at the periphery and although he sings about her a lot yeah but this is an album for every man and every woman in a way. Because the situation is obviously very unique. He's in the Beatles, right? But it's also an album for anyone who's got to a point in their life where they're questioning everything that's gone before and they're lost and they're trying to find a way back and they're trying to hold on to the things that will make any sense to them. And all the songs are about that. Like, I found out. He's realised he's been sold a pup, basically, and he wants his time back again. So the, the, the songs in this album are incredibly human even though they're about the theme of you know dislocation from the Beatles and from himself yeah. they are everyman songs like I, I love Lennon I, yeah. you know, I absolutely love as John do Lennon. I and I think there are some great songs on this I mean Working Class Hero yeah. is I, I don't know if we're going to play a bit of Working we Class we might Hero. at the end but yeah. there's other stuff I need to get to yeah I mean there's some brilliant songs it is in the way that Lennon became and particularly with the Yoko thing to yeah. it is Utterly self-indulgent in places as well. I disagree entirely, apart from one point. The last track, My Mummy's Dead, yeah. is a little over the top. It, it's him kind of almost singing through a off-key speaker and it just doesn't sound very good. Yeah. It's 49 seconds of nonsense. Everything else on it is a beautiful cry from the heart and I don't find any of it self-indulgent. And as a Lennon fan... Frankly, I'm disgusted and ashamed that you would say that. Mother, right? For anyone who's ever, you know, lost a parent at a young age or had a parent who left or whatever, the opening couplet, Mother, you had me, but well, I, I never, never had, had you. you. Yeah, oh, it's desperate. Like, let's, Michael, have let, let's have a listen.
Yeah, no, it's, it's, it is powerful and stuff. And you, you, you also, you know, it's as old as the ages. What he's saying is, you know, the only thing that really matters is my true self, whoever that is, and the people I love. And there's a lovely song in it, and maybe it's because I'm called John, as you well know, but Hold On, where he's just singing to himself, Hold On, John. And it's gorgeous. So there, there's hope on this as well. This is year zero for Lennon. And it's a very brave thing to do because yeah, it's not we're years here for Lynn. It is. When you're buying about? into all that Yoko and fucking lying in a bed in Amsterdam with you know, all that nonsense, it wasn't years here. It was year whatever it was, thirty-two for him or something. Same, uh, same as Christ, yeah. Um, no, but it, he was starting again. He was starting again, just like, like re- starting over. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, but yeah. he was. He was throwing out the Beatles, know, okay. and it sounds like a Beatles album. And maybe that's why I love it so much. It really does. It has that beautiful sense of melody, and it has that honesty. But what I was going to say before you rudely dismissed my comments mm. about Year Zero was that I can't I think remember it was what Christ I was going to say. Yeah, way, exactly. Okay, that's that's what threw me. You got Christ's days yeah, wrong. Blasphemy on the Sunday it's all morning, complicated. Yeah. No, but what I was going to say was it's confessional and there there hadn't been that much kind of music before that, you know. It's very hard to write that honestly and be that open about it. Where would you rank it in the post-Beatles albums, the, solo albums? I would say the best of them all. With, no, with see, Band on the Run by McCartney, second. Not a close second, but a second. See, you're, you're wrong. And I know, you know Tom, and I know Tom Dunn agrees with me. Oh, uh, the the best Beatles album by a country mile, best post Beatles solo album, is Band on the Run. Definitely, no, no. If you look at Band on the Run, it is a great album. But like well, hold on, hold on, some hold on, some of the thought. songs on it, right? Picasso's last words. Was some written. of the songs on this are pretty ropey as well. Like, I, fairness, if you want to start going through that, give I me mean, a ropey song apart well, from well, My well. Mother's Dead. I really like that. It's kind of bit gritty. Yeah. Look at me, gorgeous on God as we've played love. Mummy's uh, dead. I, I've uh, said I said yeah, I don't yeah, like that one. Yeah. Like you get me repeat my. This okay, turned into a what? political you know interview. Why don't, why don't we do? Why don't we do next week? Why don't you come back and we'll do band, band on, on the run. run. Now, are, am I putting this into the cultural toolbox, or are you putting it into the cultural toolbox? Because it is my cultural toolbox that I've deemed fit. Well, to you said, open it, you said you it was number two in the. Uh, in yeah, the, yeah. Does that not? I mean, given you put Billy Joel in the cultural yeah, toolbox, it's Joel. It's Joel. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's. Let's put that okay. in the cultural too. Uh, no, look, it, it, it's well worth listening to. It's a great album. It's a, it is a great album, uh, and from a, an extraordinary musician as yes. well. He probably never got to that. I mean, there was some great no, songs. No, there was great songs, and, and you look at him. I listened to Double Fantasy Double the other day. Ooh, there's, there's yeah, there's some stuff. There's there's beautiful songs on it, but there are dross. Whereas I don't think there's any dross on this, apart from the forty nine seconds of him singing through a speaker about his dead mother. Okay. I think the rest of it is, is beautiful, heartfelt, and quite emotional in places, okay, which well, I know you're afraid of. Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely afraid of that. Yeah. Okay, good choice for the, uh, the cultural you. toolbox. Uh, John Fardy's ever thanks. He'll be back next week with Band on the Run. Let us know your views, by the way. Band on the Run are the Plastic Ono Band are Do You Not Give a Monkeys? Is it way <laughs> before your time? Uh, let us know and uh, we'll have a look at those texts next week, maybe. Just time for me to thank everybody involved. Stephen Jordan, who produced Aidan McKelvey, who researched off the ball is up next we're going to play out with Lennon at his acerbic angry creative best uh, working class here. there's a bad word in this but I'm sure your editor will have yeah. all that in check okay. have a great Sunday as soon as you're born they make you feel small by giving you no time instead of it all Till the pain is so big you feel nothing at all 
working class hero is something to be. A working class hero is something to be. They hurt you at home and they hit you at school. They hate you if you're clever and they despise a fool. Till you're so fucking crazy you can't follow their rules. A working class hero is something to be. A working class hero is something to be. When they've tortured and scared you for twenty odd years. Then they expect you to pick a career. When you can't really function, you're so full of fear. A working class hero is something to be. A working class hero is something to be. Keep you doped with religion and sex and TV, and you think you're so clever and classless and free, but you're still f- peasants as far as I can see. A working class hero is something to be. Working class hero is something to be. There's room at the top. They are telling you still. But first you must learn how to smile as you kill. If you want to be like the folks on the hill. Working class hero is something to be. A working class hero is something to be. If you want to be a hero, well, just follow me. If you want to be a hero, well, just follow me.